Ladies and gentlemen, here is a short passage on the relationship that was between Tony Khan and CM Punk. Uh, this was written by the great Marina and the Diamonds, so if I may. When everything is life and death, you may feel like there's nothing left. Instead of love and trust and laughter, what you get is happy never after. But deep down, all you want is love, the pure kind we all dream of. But we cannot escape the past, so you and I will never last. And that is, that wraps up about two years of CM Punk and AEW, I think. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. This where is it, this where the beat poetry section kicks in, folks. Boom, 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 Yes, cigarette smoke fills the air. A lot of berets in the crowd. <laughs> but uh, yes, we'll touch on all that. Uh, but we got a real big show. Big show. Two pay-per-views. All the chaos surrounding CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Everything else in this crazy, wacky wrestling world. Mm-hmm. It's all here, folks. And so are we, the Shoot Brothers, the one and only Shoot Brothers podcast. Hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. And that's Cameron Diamond Osborne. Bang! Long week, long week, Mike. Great intro there. This is episode 240 of the show, I believe. Chugging on to that 150. And 150's coming. Uh, <laughs> 250. 250, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, 250. Uh, but like you said, big weekend uh, off the heels of All In. Live from Wembley, uh, we're we're coming we're coming right back with uh, not only all out the following week, but WWE Payback presents. Review live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So why don't we just kick off? Yeah, no. Why don't we just kick off with that show? Let's do it. Hosted uh, by John Cena. Let's also remember that. That's right. We'll see him uh, a bit later on, but we're kicking right into things. Becky Lynch taking on Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. And you know, this kind of this feud's been going on since like May or something like that and Well, uh, someone did someone got some... hurt. Right? Is that what happened? Uh, well, Lita was in it at first and then she got hurt and then yeah, Trish had her face injury. Yeah. It's been a lot of ups and downs. Um you know, the last match wasn't great, but I can say, God damn, they stuck the landing on this one. This this blew away all my expectations, this cage match. Here. And what and, and this and this was the big yeah, this was we don't see a steel cage match too too often here in WWE. Um Trish no. Stratus coming off of a couple of uh performances where she she appeared a step behind. Yeah, exactly. So I think Going into this, you know, I didn't expect them to shit the bed, but I didn't expect them to fucking steal the show. And that's pretty much what they did here. Just expertly worked. The crowd was super hot. Uh, early on in the match, Trish gets her head slammed hard into the cage wall. So hard that you can instantly see her forehead just balloon up. Welt up. hematoma. Yeah. Just a fucking huge bump on her head. You could even see, like, the... Like the diamond shape of the, the where the hole in the cage goes. It was crazy. Uh, 
And that was just like five minutes into the match. So they're just <laughs> beating the hell out of each other, slamming each other off the cage. Uh, Trish busts out a classic move, the Widow's Peak. Tribute to her old friend, Victoria. Awesome looking move. Uh, and then Becky does a tribute to Lita with a twist of fate. Trish hits Stratisfaction. Becky kicks out. Uh, this match was so good, the crowd on three separate occasions started up a This Is Awesome chant. So it just. Well, the whole oh, way you, ca- you counted. It was like there was a little ticker at yeah. the bottom of the screen. Three separate ones, not just like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, the big spots, both women, they climb all the way up to the very top of the cage. Trish, she's trying to climb over the ledge, but then Becky grabs her legs, gets her trapped inside like the steel beam at the top. Becky punches Trish, and then Trish flings backwards, slamming onto the cage, just hanging upside down by her legs. Awesome looking spot. You know, that takes a lot of guts (laughs) to just hang there like that without... You know, you could easily slip. A lot of blood and guts. <laughs> no blood in this match, but no. uh, there'll be plenty of that on the other show. Uh, but yeah, so Trish is hanging upside down. Becky brings her back up. Uh, and then, yeah, Becky hits a fucking superplex to Trish off the top of the cage into the ring. 47 years old. Trish Stratus just took the biggest bump of her life. Wow. But... Uh, yeah, she still manages to kick out. Then she crawls over to the cage door. Zoe Stark's there to help her. Becky gets the cage door slammed on her face. Uh, but then back in the ring, Becky hits manhandle slam. That's when Zoe Stark jumps into the cage, breaks up the pin. She takes care of Becky, tells Trish to climb over the cage. But then Becky gets back up, takes out Zoe. Becky climbs up the ropes, grabs Trish, hits a super manhandle slam off the top rope into the ring. And that gives Becky the three count and the win. And just, God damn, I thought this was an amazing match. What an incredible, oh, not only match of the year candidate, I'm sure, but uh, though a way to open a pay-per-view, setting the tone early on in yeah. what I can only, and Mike, and you're, you're the encyclopedia, is this Trish Stratus's best match? Uh, I think it has to be. Wow. Uh, she's had some, she's had other ones that are pretty good, but I'd say this is her first ever match that I'm going to give five stars. Whoa! Just <laughs> like that, ladies and gentlemen. 20 minutes yeah. of masterpiece. Becky Lynch, of course, Just no the- stranger to that steel cage. Yeah. 20 minutes, like you said, and not a single dull moment. Like no botches, no slip ups, no what's wow. the next spot. Just great match, great storytelling. <sighs> Great crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, Trish is pissed off at Zoe. Starts yelling at her. Zoe goes to leave, but then slams the cage door shut. So Trish is trapped. Uh, and then, yeah, Zoe's finally had enough. Hits Trish with the Z360. And um, kicking off Trish. Trish is uh, she'll she, she's got to be in the in, in the action still like. All despite taking the loss yeah, in the she's steel not cage, done. I don't think she's done. No, wow. so we'll probably get her versus Zoe at some point, and then you know maybe a couple more matches, maybe retire at WrestleMania, something like that. Oh yeah, if she so chooses. Go on that retirement yeah. run. Maybe uh, Tiffany Stratton versus Trish, something like that. Give it to a young kid. I feel like that would be too, a, a hard match f- for the commentary team. 
Trish Stratish <laughs> Tiffany Stratton. I feel like Strat. Oh, the Stratus and Strat Stratton Stiff Strat. Fuck. I mean, there there's been worse. And of course, yeah. of course, these are professionals. I know these are professionals yeah. here. Remember, Jr. had a tough time when Shawn Michaels fought Shane McMahon. He's like Shane, Shawn, sh- sh- super kick, Shawn, Shane. <laughs> See, I like that though. That's a that's yeah. a funny old man. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep up. Yeah. But uh, either way, what a match. What a start to the show. Uh, we keep things rolling. The host of Payback, John Cena, comes out. Big pop. Uh, at this point, people aren't even doing the John Cena sucks no, anymore. No, it's not cool. He, just, it's cool to see him. Yeah, now they're actually singing the words. Just, you can't see me. My time is now. <laughs> yeah. So he's out here. He wants to make the night special. He wants to be the special guest referee for Miz vs. LA Knight. Miz comes out. He doesn't like this idea, but the hand Cena referee shirt anyways. He's ready to go. So that's what we get. Miz, Knight, Cena, referee. Uh, of course, LA Knight just super over as he's been everywhere he goes. Lots of yas, lots of chanting. Uh, John Cena, though, not fooling around here. He takes this refereeing seriously if you don't listen to his five count he will oh yeah uh, of course i think if there is uh anyone that i would think would adhere to a strict rule of refing uh, of officiating (laughs) it would be john cena yeah i mean he's a squeaky clean kind of guy so exactly he kept it fair he you know he treated miz and knight both the same so uh later on miz goes for a pin grabs the rope cena kicks his arm away he's not having that uh, but then Miz hits skull crushing finale, but Knight kicks out. Miz goes to mock Cena, do the five knuckle shuffle, but Knight counters it, hits his people's elbow, followed by the BFT, and that gives Knight the big win. And then he gets the big endorsement from Cena at the end, just raising his arm, offering a handshake. Nice show of respect. The arm raise, I'm telling you. From Cena, God, that's a big. He's 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 raised Cody Rhodes's arm. He raised <laughs> uh, Roman's arm. He even raised the Rock's arm. He raised the Rock's arm. <laughs> even though the Rock, yeah, is above. It's I mean, above him, experience-wise. Yeah, yeah. And it was after the Rock loss. It was even more salt in the wound. Even more embarrassing. But, <laughs> anyways, that was it. Nice win for Knight. Next match, Rey Mysterio defended the U.S. title against Austin Theory. Brought to you by Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which this is the second time they sponsored a Rey Mysterio match. I don't know. Oh, really? They must like the guy. Maybe uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is popular in the Latino community. Maybe. When was the last time you had a bowl of Cinnamon Toast? I mean, I haven't had a bowl of cereal in years. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I I, I could probably... 15, 16 years? I'd give it 10. I'd say 10. <laughs> okay, For, I'm f- talking cinnamon toast crunch specifically, not just any cereal. Yes, cinnamon toast crunch specifically. I got to give it ten. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Enough, you know, they're not paying us. Where this isn't a cereal podcast. Yeah. Anyways, the match itself was okay. Crowd loves Ray. Uh, he hits a nice moonsault, which you don't see him do too often these days, but. Uh, yeah, then he hits the 619, goes for the splash. Theory gets the knees up, picks up Ray for the A-Town down, but Ray counters, gets the victory roll, gets the three, so Ray retains his U.S. title. Ray retains quickly. Austin Theory not looking too good either. You know, after that long, long-ass reign, 
to see um yeah that he really did <laughs> i mean you beat john cena no one even remembers or cares so yeah he really did nothing yeah no it didn't really you know, do much you let la knight beat john cena now we're cooking now that's we're something to go to write home about mm-hmm. that's something so, people actually yeah. care Theory, about. i don't know yeah he's just not clicking you know he's a good enough wrestler but the guy i just don't care about the guy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's turned around versus his little kind of like you know short goatee version like the, the heel version is the best version but still not much clicking yeah it's just not there yet yeah uh we had a uh, well one thing brief. just oh one thing though uh mike yeah, yeah. Go can ahead. i uh can i call you back the sound's starting to sound a bit weird for on on my end yeah okay go ahead yep Are we back? Hello? Hello, hello? Yep, yeah. Just You were sounding Normal. a bit underwater there at the end. Yeah. Hasn't happened to us in a while, but, uh, you know, it's not perfect. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah, so between matches, there was a brief backstage. Uh, Tiffany Stratton was there. Becky Lynch walks up. little conversation, little tease for a future title match with you know, the NXT women's title being the only one Becky hasn't won, so. Yeah, for the full Grand Slam. Yeah. That could be that could be a hot feud, but we'll 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 get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh up next, we're in Pittsburgh, the Steel City, so we're gonna have a Steel City street fight for those undisputed tag titles. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defend against Damian Priest, Finn Balor. Uh, so yeah, street fight, you know the deal, anything goes. We got the usual suspects, the chairs, the trash cans, the kendo sticks. Uh, they put a garbage can over Finn and just start smacking away with the sticks. And They fight their way out into the crowd. That's when Dominic shows up to help his boys. They end up throwing Sammy and Owens over the bench where the Pittsburgh Penguins sit. Uh, so they kind of go over the bench, they disappear, and then they pop back up. Sammy and Owens uh, got some Pittsburgh Penguin jerseys on. A little Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby. <clears throat> yeah, the the Canadian, the good, just four good Canadian kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, and somehow Owens got his head busted open during all this, just suiting the the visual even more. Bleeding pretty good. It almost looked like a blade job if I didn't know any better. But uh, they gave Owens a towel. He wiped it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just an accidental, an accidental hit. Yeah, but they got their hockey sticks. They're swinging them around. Uh, back in the ring, Sammy hits a blue thunder bomb onto a pile of chairs. We get the chair table. Sammy gets slammed onto that. Uh, they go back into the crowd again, where the craziest spot of the match. Dominic gets laid out on a table. Kevin Owens climbs up to the balcony above, stands on the railing, and then leaps off crazy swanton bomb off the balcony onto Dom. Through the table, almost overshot it, but he made it. He hit Dom. He got a good, uh, there was a good camera angle on it, too. Like, right, it felt like it was right under it. Yeah, the replay was, like, right underneath, straight up shot. Awesome move, awesome spot. Uh, yeah, so crowd's going wild, chanting, holy shit. Uh, we fight our way back to the ring. Owens hits a stunner. Sammy hits a haluva kick. They go for the pin. 
But then JD McDonough appears, yanks Owens out the ring, saves the match for the Judgment Day. So Owens goes after him, uh, hits a pop-up powerbomb right onto the edge of the announce table. But then Rhea Ripley shows up, spears Owens through the barricade. So now he's taken out, back in the ring. Sammy's all alone, fits Finn, or no, Sammy hits Finn with a haluva kick, uh, makes the cover, but then Dominic smacks him with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Finn rolls over, puts his arm over Sammy, ref counts to three. And we've got some new tag champs. And just like that, new. God, I didn't. I didn't see this. Uh, this being the end result here. Um, I mean, they had Finn. Can Finn needed some gold? He's been having so many chances. Yeah. Losing. So it's. And you know now, Priest. He's got the case and the gold. So the entire Judgment Day have belts now. So <sighs> they're all looking every good. Every faction needs that at some point. <laughs> yeah, every fact to, to be strong. Yeah. It was like the hurt business. Remember the hurt business was uh was all farting rainbows. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, still working on the next version of that. Yeah, they'll but, come back. They're coming back. Yeah. Either way, fun match. Uh, then we had the Grayson Waller effect. His guest Cody Rhodes. Waller's rude to him as expected. And then Cody just gets up, introduces us to the newest member of the Raw roster, main event Jay Uso. Main event Jay Uso, brand new uh, kind of like video package intro, the new fucking uh, theme. Yeah, he's now he's singing over his song, or his, uh, I forget what he says. Hey, who knows? He's talking about himself. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's exciting. He's fully. Fully split from the bloodline now, being on a different show. So, uh, yeah, see what kind of stuff he can get involved in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, separated. I guess when he said I quit, <laughs> he's like, I quit SmackDown. Um, you know, uh, it's good to know for future people who maybe want to avoid the draft and they're like, I just want to get over to Raw before the draft. <laughs> it's good to know that you can quit yeah. and show up. I mean, take the risk. You could quit and not get your job back. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, either way, he's here. Uh, next match, Rhea Ripley defends the Women's World title against Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, probably the, the lowest match on the show. Felt like it went a little bit too long. Uh, not that it was terrible, but yeah, they both just kind of that slower powerhouse style, trying to muscle each other around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raquel power bombs re into the barricade, so Raquel's in control. But then Dominic comes out, distracts her, which allows Rhea to hit the riptide, gets the win, retains the belt. Yeah, like you said, a little slow for maybe the amount of time they got there. But Dominic making his presence felt all throughout the evening. <laughs> oh yeah, he is a big part in uh, the Judgment Day success in general. You know. Yeah, he's almost like the glue or the straw that stirs the drink. You know? Yeah, wow. It's insightful. <laughs> uh, the main event of this pay-per-view, we have Seth Rollins defending his world title against Shinsuke Nakamura. So the entrance is the big sing-along for Rollins, and then Nakamura had a cool like comic book manga-style intro. Mm -hmm. Pretty uh, nifty. And the crowd kind of split, too. You had some dueling chants. There was some support for Nakamura. And 
Uh, you know, the story of the match. Nakamura just going after, after Seth's back, which he revealed has been broken for the last four years. And so, yeah, he just keeps targeting that. Uh, at one point, Rollins hits a Rainmaker, which got a near fall. And then uh, the biggest spot of the match was Nakamura hitting the Landslide, which is almost like a backwards Michinoku driver off the turnbuckle. Real cool move there. Mm-hmm. Uh so, yeah, that gets Nakamura near fall. He follows up with a Kinsasha to the back of Rollins' head. Goes for another one on the front side, but Rollins counters with a pedigree. Soon after, he hits the stomp, gets the win, retains the belt. <laughs> yeah, I think it could have gone either way, but the crowd was excited. Crowd loves singing along with your theme. That's one thing I've come to learn. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Great Muda was ringside. Uh, did you did you say that? Did you bring that up? Yeah, they showed him at one point. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I remember. I think Nakamura fought him back in February or something on a rare. Uh, the Muda's rare Muda's retire mo- his retirement match or retirement show or whatever the tour tour yeah yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, overall pretty fun show. the The Becky Trish cage match was the. Show of the night, match um, of the year, contender. match of the year candidate. I think uh, th- this felt shorter. There were less matches, and it made each of them feel more important and maybe able to stand out amongst itself. I yeah. mean, what we had seven, eight matches, six matches, S- six matches six. plus a a segment in the middle, a Waller effect in the middle. You know, so it was e- each one of these yeah. felt like it at least like deserved and had its own place. Even if some were slower, faster, they each had their own, served their own purpose. And that you, it's great to see from a pay-per-view. Yeah. And, you know, with a big full show like All Out the next night, it was okay having an hour or so shorter on this night. So, you know, you don't have to overload your wrestling. Yeah, we're not literally, compe- we're not literally competing, folks. Like... <laughs> there can be a lot of wrestling. Uh, but, yeah, like you said it right there, that was payback. And let's move ourselves on over straight to the next night. Of course, we're talking about AEW All Out. Yeah. A bit so just, of uh, n- to note from the collision the night before, pr- the, the night prior to, however, Mike, I'm sure yeah. that you were alluding to. Yeah, so at first, so, yeah, they're in Chicago for collision and All Out. Uh, it was the Saturday afternoon, a couple hours before Collision goes on the air, that the news broke. CM Punk has been released from his contract, fired with cause, which lawyer talk basically means he really fucked up. Uh, so they had Tony Khan before the show went on the air. He came out to address the crowd live. Uh, yeah, he kind of just, you know, I'm from Illinois. Uh, I love wrestling. They're booing him pretty heavy at first. But by the end of the speech, he actually was getting some cheers, some Tony chants, because he's like, all right, you know, it comes down to we're here for wrestling. Let's have some fun. Let's not let this cloud hang over us. Wow. Uh, And then during the actual episode, he had like a little another one minute pre-taped thing where he dresses the camera, said it was the first time that uh, he feared for the safety of others backstage and even feared for his own life from the behavior of Phil Brooks that night. Wow. Which... Uh, more has come out during the week. Apparently, I mean, it makes Punk look even worse where, yeah, Jungle Boy comes backstage. Punk's like, what are you doing? Jungle Boy says, you know, I'm just trying to get heat. I'm a heel. So Punk hits him, chokes him, 
Tony's yelling at him to stop, and then apparently Punk lunged at Tony, people are saying. Dave Meltzer says lunge is even underselling it, so he made some sort of violent gesture towards Tony that made Tony Khan fear for his life. Keep in mind, folks, keep in mind, Mike, Tony Khan's a little guy. And Punk, you know, he's he's six <laughs> three. He's gonna be six three, two hundred and ten pounds. Like, you know, the guy's gonna be pretty big. Uh, yeah. I mean, regardless, even if it was Marco Stunt, you don't lunge at your boss. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, sorry, I meant in the fear for your life uh, element of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Tony's probably never been in a real fight in his life. That's exactly so. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, Punk. Good riddance. You pissed away your legacy in record time, for me at least. Well, I think, Mike, ultimately, I think the most exciting part to this to me, and you alluded to a little bit at the end of the uh, the show there, where or the, the little bit of the Tony Khan promo where we started to get uh, some cheers and maybe some fans realizing that, you know, you had to do the right thing. It was a difficult decision. Obviously, it wasn't the popular decision, but it had to be done, Mike, and that raised the question for me. The next time you are in a space where uh, Tony Khan makes himself present physically present known <laughs> whether it be on a camera or whether it be nigh 300 400 feet from our own eyes will you be cheering <laughs> for tony khan i will not boo oh, him i'll tell you that okay okay that's 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 a huge improvement i guess technically that's like on the spectrum that's like that's a fi- I mean, that's like no, a 50 percent improvement <laughs> i mean i'd probably cheer him i probably would this this one gesture completely redeemed him in my eyes wow it took a little bit Longer than it had to, but at the yep. end of the day, he did the thing he had to, and we know how much he loves punk, but, uh, you know, that's the way it has to be. He did what's best for business at the end of the day, so. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, yeah, let's jump into All Out. We're live from Chicago, as we said, and it didn't even affect the show, save for maybe one match. The whole entire night, the crowd was just there to have fun. They weren't hijacking. They weren't chanting CM Punk during every match. Which was an obvious uh, concern. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why Tony kind of wanted to get ahead of it the night before, kind of get it out of the air. But no, you wouldn't even have known it. Uh, except for one match later on that we'll get to. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you watch any of the pre-show? No pre-show, poor moi. The highlights yeah. of highlights Nothing. of the highlights of the battle royal, um, the over the top battle royal, uh, Adam Hangman Page. Yeah, I was just gonna say Hangman. Hangman won, and he's kind of CM Punk's enemy number one, and he didn't get booed at all. So no. that kind of set a good tone for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Other than that, there was a six woman tag: Sky Blue, the Chicago girl, she got to get the win for her team, and then the acclaimed and Billy successfully defended the trio's title. Against Jarrett and his boys. And so. Lethal and Satnam Singh. Yeah, Satnam. So that was it for the pre show. Let's jump into the main card. We got MJF and Adam Cole defending those Ring of Honor tag titles against Dark Order. And yeah, I'm better than you, baby. Continues to just be super over. And the merch. Everyone loves Of course, uh, MJF and Adam Cole recently wearing their merch in the ring, which, you know, I'm not traditionally a fan of. Uh, normally, <laughs> for them it works though. Yeah, you know, just to sell how good friends they are. It's they're they're trying to use it. Yeah, they're used to using it in the right setting. Yeah, you know, people and like LWO, it kind of shows like a unity thing. We're all wearing, you know, we're not wearing individual shirts. We've all got our group shirts yep. on. Yeah, yeah, good thinking, like good that. thinking. Yep. But, anyways, yeah, crowd loves them. 
MJF gets the crowd a chance sportsmanship. He offers Reynolds a handshake and then pokes him in the eye. Classic. That's what I like. You know, we we he's he's a baby face, but he still does these heel things, but we love him for it. Mm-hmm. Uh but then the story of the match, MJF, he does a shoulder tackle, but then immediately goes down, grabbing at his neck. He rolls to the floor. He's hurt. He needs a minute. Uh, Evil Uno runs in, distracts the ref, while Reynolds nails Max right in the back of the neck with a chair. So he's hurt bad. The medical staff come out, take him to the back. So now Cole's stuck with a two-on-one. Well, three-on-one because of Evil Uno out there as well, causing all that trouble, but... Uh, Dark Order hit their big wombo combo special, but he kicks out of that. And then eventually MJF comes back to a big ovation. He goes on a roll. He hits the kangaroo kick. Big pop there. I love how over he's gotten that move. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of the moves where you can build up to it. He does the little kangaroo pose. and he Yeah, he puts, his, he puts his, his hands and he's like, <laughs> he starts acting like a kangaroo in that moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, it gives you time to build up the hype. It's yeah, like, it gives that, oh. Drew counting down his Claymore. Shawn Michaels tuning up the band. Yeah. Uh, music. Exactly. Yeah, people, you know, it's Roman going, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone needs a hook. Do you think uh, Do you think Roman Reigns uh, was watching Scent of a Woman? And then that's where <laughs> he came up with, I'll go, ooh, ah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but... You My know. never say never in wrestling. I think there's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he hits the kangaroo kick, and then him and Cole point at each other. Double clothesline. They hit the move, get the win, retain the belts. Uh, but damage done. Max, he's still selling that neck on the way out. And Samoa Joe comes out because his match is next, and he just walks by MJF, shoves him. MGF doesn't like that. He goes after Joe. They brawl. Security breaks them up. But uh, if that's your next world title program, I'm liking the look. It of seems that. like it's quickly, uh, yeah, quickly setting up whatever that, whatever that looks like. Two of the best talkers yeah, in the game. Know, after and after the performance, Joe had it all out. I think he he showed he can still hang. All he in. Still put up a damn good match. All in. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but well, he, but yeah, well, he has a, he has his match right here at All Out. That's, yeah, and Shane Taylor exactly. for that Ring of Honor Television Championship that he's held for like two years now, like Gunther level. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about Shane Taylor, but he's a big dude, just like Joe. So they have a hard-hitting match. Uh, and Joe, a man of his size, he doesn't care. He hits a suicide dive elbow. Always looks great. He's just a professional. Uh, He's just a professional. Yeah, a bad ass. Uh, Taylor hits a big splash for a near fall, but then Joe just takes over, puts him in the coquina clutch, taps him out. Joe wins, retains the belts. Yeah, in, in, in a quick retination, because especially after that little encounter Retention. they had, it sounds like uh, there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah, and I think that would be a damn good program mm-hmm. but we'll follow that up later later uh, we got another title match the tnt belt on the line luchasaurus defending against darby allen uh has luchasaurus touched the tnt title since he won it i'm sure he had to have held it over his head in that <laughs> moment when he first won it when he first won it, it yeah yeah 
I love the Christian Cage thing, though. It's so funny. Honestly, Cri- like Cri- the Christian Cage is, has really thrown his hat into um, into the ring. Uh, sorry, like in, 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 into um, you know shooty uh, shooty contention. Yeah, no, he's having a hell of a year. Great talker, great manager. Yeah, and he well, can still ex- go in the that's ring. That's exactly it. Favorite manager, you know, is a uh, it's it's so sought after. It's yeah. it's sought after. Yeah. And it's even more impressive when you're still an active wrestler. Best well. gimmick? I don't know. I yeah. like this making fun of dead dads gimmick. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I mean, we we have the best outfit as well. If you're a fan of the turtleneck, the, the cut off. <laughs> it is a great. It is great ring attire. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, uh, Darby Allen uh, got his lower back all taped up from the effects of that coffin match the week prior, and uh, he was saying in real life he's never hurt this bad before. So. That reckless style, man. It'll catch up to you at some point. But, well, it has uh, to, you know. I mean, unfortunately, you know, Dar. You know, it, it, will Darby be more Jeff Hardy or, or or Christian Cage? You know, two you know smaller <laughs> smaller guys, and whose bodies are yeah. actually uh, still with us? I mean, yeah, seems like he wants to be Jeff Hardy without the demons, which is a good thing, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that lower back, easy target for Luchasaurus, slams him around, uh, smashes his head into the steel steps, that busts open Darby, and then Luchasaurus puts those massive steps on top of Darby's back, and then walks up, crushing Darby's spine. Uh, and then later, Darby does the spot where he sits Luchasaurus in a chair on the floor, uh, does a flipping senton off the top rope onto him, they uh, they fight their way to the top rope. Darby hits an avalanche code red, but Luchasaurus kicks out. But it looked like a very late kick out. Seemed like the ref stopped his hand because Luchasaurus didn't kick out in time and the crowd wasn't happy. That wasn't totally was fast pretty. enough, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, Darby lines up for the coffin drop. When outside of the ring, Christian hits Nick Wayne with a chair. Sets up for a concerto, which distracts Darby. Doesn't want to see his buddy get hurt. This allows Lucha to grab Darby, hits him with two tombstone pile drivers, and then a big lariat to the back of the head. That gives Luchasaurus a three count, retains his TNT title. Luchasaurus has given me uh, a lot of Kane vibes the past month or two. Uh, maybe it's the red that's been added to his. Uh, <laughs> they turned the green in yeah. his uh, in his in his outfit to red. Um, yeah, he has that bit. I think he's playing into it too. His entrance theme and the flames shooting. It up feels the very, very yeah, if, yeah. The, the ominous, yeah. the ominous approach to the ring. I'm fine with it. This, it, it's funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just I, I don't know. Is who on aw.com who is holding the championship on the fucking uh, graphic? Is it Christian Cage? <laughs> well, it's Luchasaurus on the graphic, but he's not holding the belt. Which is pretty funny. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, like yeah. Like, it shows him as champion, but he doesn't have the belt in the graphic. That's just but, that's uh, just as cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's pretty funny. After that, we had Miro taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. And this ended up being one of the most fun matches of the night. Fun anytime <laughs> meat slaps. It's fun, Mike. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, but the crowd just set this up on a whole nother Big level. Big E was sitting at home, <laughs> thro- shoving popcorn to his mouth, loving every minute oh, of yeah. this. We've. <laughs> so, yeah, the first couple minutes, it started off as just a regular big man match. They're slugging it out. Uh, but then the crowd just decided we're going to chant meat at everything. <laughs> meat. So, <laughs> just, yeah, every time they'd punch each other, meat, chop, meat, kick, meat. And they were just slapping meat all over the place. <laughs> crowd made everything feel so hyped up. Uh, we got variations. We got let's go meat. Meat forever, holy meat, this is meat. <laughs> it was amazing, hilarious. Just one of the most organic, fun things. Just a fun, fun time, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and Miro, he was eating it up. He'd start leading the crowd, hyping them up for the next, the, the, oh, meat. Every yeah. blow. The crowd, <laughs> the crowd honestly was equal. The, the crowd and the performance in the ring were two halves of the match. Yeah. Two halves of a T-bone steak. <laughs> That's a lot of meat. <laughs> so, yeah, they're playing it up. They're just beating the hell out of each other. Uh, Hobbs hits the spine buster. Miro kicks out. And then soon after, Miro gets Hobbs in the game over. Hobbs taps out. Miro wins. Crowd gives a standing ovation. <laughs> just because of how much fun we all had. Uh... At the end, Hobbs offers Miro a handshake. Miro accepts, but then Hobbs hits Miro from behind, beats him down until CJ Perry, who some may know is the former Lana and the real-life wife of Miro, she comes out. She's got a chair. She nails Hobbs, but he no-sells it. So he goes at uh, CJ, but then Miro hits Hobbs with the chair. CJ and Miro look at each other. CJ's smiling. Uh, The crowd chants, kiss that meat. But Miro has none of it. Leaves without embracing his wife. I thought it was gonna get a. I thought it was gonna get a bigger pop. I thought. I think when I saw CJ Perry, I think I knew it was her. I was expecting I mean, maybe there was a pop. There was a little bit of a pop. I don't know. But I was, it wasn't like a holy shit or anything. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying I was expecting <laughs> a holy shit, but I was like, oh, no, I, no, no, I, I thought. I thought the crowd was gonna be a little more excited. But hey, what what you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And we don't really know. Uh, yeah, we'll see if she's. Yeah, what the de- what the deal there part is? Part of the yeah. program, or yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we had Chris Statlander defending her TBS title against Ruby Soho, and Statlander had a whole Zoolander tribute going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outfit, and she did the blue steel pose. That was fun. It was I had to explain that to Jim Ross. Yeah, it had to explain to Jr. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, because it was this fun little thing. So fun, yeah. in fact. I think it's time that we crown a brand new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Let's do it. This week's tweet of the week champion going out to Ben Stiller. <laughs> Zoolander himself. Zoolander himself after the uh, All Elite Wrestling page uh, tweets out to Chris Statlander had Zoolander inspired gear gear at All Out. Chris Statlander says Blue Steel. Ben Stiller's Twitter account said replies to Chris Statlander saying ridiculously good looking. <laughs> That's gotta feel good. That's gotta feel good. That's got to feel good, Statlander. Yeah. So much so, she actually wore it on Dynamite. The uh, in in a few in the same gear in a few days. 
but hey, you know what? It's always great to see those from the non, from outside of the professional wrestling world, um, you know, intera- interacting with those within. And I think I think it's been a while since we've had a non in the wrestling world Tweety League champion. So congratulations to Ben Stiller. Which favorite? Uh, which favorite Ben Stiller role? Doesn't have to be movie. Uh, just like what, what the the role that he's yeah. playing that makes you laugh. I think I like something about Mary. He's probably my favorite of his. Yeah, I like classic uh, movie. I like his uh, him in Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, if uh, <laughs> he was pretty good. In but that, he's that the uh, the 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 caretaker. The evil. Yeah, the evil yeah. like caretaker at the place or whatever. Uh, little little role, bit <laughs> yeah, par- bit great. part, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to uh, Ben Stiller. But yeah, back to back here to this match for Stallion to take on <laughs> Ruby Soho. Uh, Soho making her uh, recall she made her debut here at All Out, uh, but two years ago. Yeah. Uh, the same night as Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, so it gets lost a little bit. It does, yeah, you know. Still a major player in the. It still got a great pop, though. Oh yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite the Brian Danielson pop. I mean, or the Adam Cole. They were, those pops were different for. They were different, and it's almost hard to tell because one was. I think it's. I see your graphic and I see your name and I'm surprised. <laughs> but the other one was you totally didn't expect it, and then you just heard the music, the undeniable. Yeah. Uh, Ride of the Valkyries. So after you got Adam Cole, you're like, okay, you're that's like, it. okay, that's, that's the end of the show. I must bid you goodbye. Mwah, and good. <laughs> you're like, what? That's not yeah. even possible. I don't know. I don't know. Time, yeah. time will tell. One time of the greatest. Tell. One of the greatest endings to a pay per view ever. Some might uh, say ever. No, certainly. Wow. Uh, but yeah, the match itself was fine. Uh, Ruby hitting some nice moves. Poison Rana, Tornado DDT. Gets some near falls there. She hits the no future kick in the destination unknown, a double finisher, but Statlander kicks out again. So that's when Soraya jumps in, distracts the ref. Ruby goes to grab the spray paint can, but then Tony Storm, unhinged, just slides out from under the ring, steals the spray can, starts laughing, runs away, which uh, distracts Ruby, allows Statlander to hit the Sunday Night Fever, gets the win, retains her belt. Yeah, quick retaining. You know, I think, yeah, obviously this was the only women's match here on the card, but I think they they did a pretty good job of reminding us, you know, or hey, don't forget this one. Yeah, and you know, Tony Storm. We talked about it a bit last week. Just very quickly putting her name in uh, for gimmick of the year. I'm I'm glad you said that. Yeah, this what this (laughs) whatever it is. Is like 1950s Hollywood, star and we will see more of it on Dynamite. We will see more of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just it just goes to show, right? It. it just goes to show it. that wrestling can be yeah. so. St- if you're if you buy, it doesn't matter how stupid it is. If you buy into it, that's cool. Exactly, the fans will buy it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've we've bought into a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, what was what was Elias's brother's name? Ezekiel? Oh, we bought into Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> there you go. We bought uh, into, well, at least you bought into what's in the box. That box that, uh... <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it. But. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways. Next match. That was another thing we got on Collision was the surprise return of Brian Danielson. Only two months after getting his arm fractured in half. 
so that le- it leads me to believe that Punk was supposed to take on Starks. Yeah, I think that was the plan to fight for his fake world title. Uh, but Brian Danielson, man, if there's a guy you want to build your company around, he is the man. That is uh, the ethic and the type of person that you would want. Your I on I I I would want him to raise my son. That's how much I respect, you know, if it was like, who would you rather raise your son, you or Brian Danielson? I'd be like, honestly, probably Danielson, probably Danielson. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy, you'll never hear any, any controversy with him. He just does his fucking thing, goes out there being the best wrestler in the world. He's a consummate professional. He is the definition. Loves the business. Knows the business. Very giving. Doesn't care who he works with, who wins or loses. He just wants to have a good match. And and, uh, probably one that's of the, we get. one of the I, I honestly if, if I were to wrestle that who would you trust who could you trust more in a wrestling ring between Brian Danielson and anyone else anyone else <laughs> yeah Brian's probably at the top of the list yeah uh you know maybe a Bret Hart as well a classic veteran okay cl- veteran I was thinking I was thinking a lot um yeah, you know current. going still but yes but I agreed yeah Brian Danielson would probably be yeah uh but you know He's still going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, that's what we had in this match. Brian Danielson taking on Ricky Starks in a strap match. Uh, yeah, so Brian's still recovering from that broken arm. It's not just all better. So they kind of wrapped it up, and there was like this hard shell underneath you could kind of see mm-hmm. protecting it. Wasn't quite the Cody Rose titanium steel cast. Nah, and they definitely didn't put over no. how it was made of titanium steel. <laughs> no. He just kind of did his thing, and uh, we had Ricky Steamboat out there on commentary, and uh, yeah, before the match even starts, Ricky Starks attacks Brian, grabs a weight belt, wraps it around his hand, punches Brian in the head with a buckle, so that busts open Brian, he's bleeding, and we get the strap on so we can officially start things, and god damn, this was just a stiff, Stiff. This was stiff. This was what you expect from a Brian Danielson (laughs) strap match too, and we've we've seen him strap matches against the Fiend. We know that we know that he this is he's experienced. Yeah, but uh, you know, at least the Fiend had a mask on to protect his face a bit. Oh my lord, Ricky Starks (laughs) was getting fucking demolished for half of this thing, right in the face. Yeah. Just full on nonstop as hard as you can in the face, in the neck, in the back. Just beating the shit out of each other. The neck, the back, the pussy, and the crack. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All of the above and more. Uh, Ricky got his licks in as well. You know, of course, lots of choking and just, yeah, smacking around nonstop. Uh, At one point, Ricky gets thrown into the ring post, so he's bleeding as well. Big Bill jumps in to interfere. So that's when Ricky Steamboat stands up from the commentary table to yank Bill off the apron. Then he hits him with some strikes as well. And Steamboat, he throws a damn good punch still. Got one of the best working punches out there. Oh, you think so? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So what's, a, what's a working punch? <laughs> that means it looks really good, but he's not actually hurting you. Oh, okay, yet. okay, okay. I get it, yeah. Or some guys, it looks good because they actually are hitting you. <laughs> they're stiff. Yeah, they're but. stiff because they're actually making contact. Yeah, uh, but back in the ring, Ricky hits the spear on Brian, but Brian kicks out. Ricky goes for the Rochambeau. Brian counters, hits the Boo Psycho knee, but Starks kicks out. So now the crowd's real hot, chanting, this is awesome. 
Brian starts stomping away on Ricky's head, gets him in the label lock with the strap wrapped around Ricky's throat. So Ricky is trapped, nowhere to go. He won't tap out, but he gets choked out. So that gives Brian Danielson the victory in another amazing match. Just added to the fucking list. And Starks, you know, a a under a, a underutilized talent shooty winner. We're coming up on shooty season, Mike. It's all we're gonna be. It's all gonna be talking. <laughs> oh yeah, about. everything's up. Everything's up. In the Everything air. is up in the air. Uh, Ricky Starks now, and with with Punk gone, I think he still has a lot of people on his side here in the company. And also, I think with the open spot on Collision, we're looking good. Yeah, and uh, one thing after the show on the press conference that Brian noted. I didn't even notice. That's how damn good he is. He said not once in the match that he ever used his right arm to strike with. In the whole match. Wow. And nobody noticed. And <laughs> nobody noticed. Four That's st- how good he is, man. Four stars. Nobody noticed. Four stars? I'm giving this more than four stars. Four and a half? Yeah, I'd say at least that. Okay. I think I like the cage match better, but yeah? this was still pretty damn good. Okay. Anyways. Uh, up next, we had Eddie Kingston and Shibata taking on Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, yeah, fine match. Everyone loves Eddie. And, uh, Shibata had a nice spot where he got Wheeler in a leg lock, and then he got Claudio in an ankle lock at the same time. So a cool double submission there. Uh, Claudio comes in, hits the neutralizer on Eddie, but he kicks out. Eddie hits the hurricane backfist, goes for another one, but Claudio ducks, hits a big uppercut, and he scores the pinfall off the uppercut. Yeah, I didn't think that was uh, usually one of his go-tos. Yeah, not normally a finisher. He does like a hundred of them in a match, but still kind of cool to see, you know, a match end in a different, unexpected yeah, way. I guess a different way. And a guy like Claudio, you know, suits him. He's... That's his that, strong that, motherfucker. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Little Claudio bit. versus Gunther. That'd be a dream match we may never get. <sighs> no. Yeah. A little bit of a throwaway. Would have been nice to see maybe another women's match right here. Yeah, at the end of the day, this didn't really do much. Maybe like a woman's uh, battle royal type. Yeah, especially because, I mean, other than Shibata, these other three guys were all on the all-out card, or all-in cards. So yeah. They didn't really need to be on the No, it didn't card. really have to be. Yeah. Yeah, we could have done something. But anyways, next match, Kenny Omega taking on Takeshita. And I don't know if you've noticed. It's so simple, but I love Takeshita's entrance music. Have you listened to it, really? Can't say with with as much focus as what you're about to tell me, but what you got? It's really, well, because it's so simple. It's basically just one note held for the whole time, just like an ominous bass sound. Like you'd hear in a horror movie when like tensions just build, okay. and that's it. Okay. Just one line, like boom. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't know. It just suits him. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Movie. I'm gonna have to go back and listen and uh, and see for myself. Yeah, I'm not even saying it's a great track. It's just you know you don't really see that, so it's unique. Theme song of the year. No. Okay. But I like it though. It suits the character. Okay. But anyways, uh, this match was great as well. It ended up being the longest, over 30 minutes. Uh, but I was entertained the whole time. and uh, Again, too, no negative reaction for Kenny Omega. D- despite despite seemingly like he would be, 
you know, any en- en- enemy number one. Yeah. So, really, for the most part, uh, yeah, no negative reaction at all. They just have a wicked match. Uh, Kenny does a moonsault off the barricade. Takeshita does a brainbuster on the floor. Then he pulls out a pile of chairs, stacks them on Kenny's stomach, and then he runs, flips over the ropes, does a big senton onto Kenny, onto the chairs. Uh, and yeah, they're just slugging it out. Kenny with a big reverse Rana, spiking Takeshita on his head. Uh, yeah, Kenny hits a V-trigger, Takeshita kicks out. He goes for a one-winged angel. Takeshita counters, hits like a packaged tombstone pile driver. Uh, and then at one point in the match, Takeshita just does like a suplex to Kenny, flips him over, pretty much lands right on his head. Oh, that was, what a fucking spot. <laughs> oh my god. Kenny like... Omega, the year of being dropped on your fucking skull. <laughs> yeah. Holy this one wasn't quite as crazy as the Tiger Driver 91, but it was damn close. Not it quite. Like, yeah, you are right. Not quite. Yep. But yeah, still landing right on your head, on your neck. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> no. Uh, then they fight to the top rope. Takeshita hits a big blue thunder bomb off the top. Takeshita distracts the ref. That's when Don Callis pulls out the screwdriver. Swings it at Kenny's head. Kenny moves out of the way just in time as Callis drives a screwdriver into the ring. And it's stuck there. and You know, even that spot. If you're a half second late moving out of the way, who knows what happens. <laughs> but... Uh, so anyways, yeah, the driver's screwdriver's stuck in the mat. Kenny grabs Takeshita for the one-winged angel, but Takeshita pulls the screwdriver out. He's got it in his hand. But the referee, senior official Paul Turner, he sees it, takes the screwdriver away. He doesn't fuck around. But uh, Takeshita still manages to escape, and then he hits the power drive knee, which is almost like his version of the V-trigger. I think it's awesome supposed to be knee. his version of the V-trigger. <laughs> yeah. They call it the power drive, though, so I'm just giving it... You know. Okay. Yeah. Give it his, his give it its dues. Of course. Yeah. Like the RKO is a cutter, but we'll call it the RKO. You know. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> so he hits the power drive. Kenny kicks out. So Takeshita rolls down his knee pad, hits another crazy power drive knee to Kenny's head, makes the cover and gets the three. So a massive win for Takeshita. Massive, huge, big, biggest win of his career possibly on a stage like this. Absolutely, and of course, you know. Subsequently, the uh, the clips have come out online of these guys taking each other on ten years ago. You know, when Takeshi was brand new in the business, and uh, Kenny Omega, you know, making his ways through DDT Pro and that kind of shit. Yeah, I think uh, Takeshi clearly AEW sees something in him. Oh yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe like we've said, Breakout Star is a, um, you know, AEW has done a great job at getting these guys out there. Yeah, it's going to be a tight race mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. A lot of good candidates. <clears throat> Next, we have the big eight-man tag, the Bullet Club Gold taking on FTR and the Young Bucks. And this was the one match where you could feel some uh, little bit of punk heat from the Punk crowd. tension, Just- yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even really, like, like obviously, yeah. So when they first come out, the Bucks get a good amount of boos. There was some CM Punk chants. But there was also fans who were booing the CM Punk chants. Yeah, booing uh, the other people. It'd be like booing the person that was sitting right beside you. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, you, yeah, like that time that I, me and that kid, <laughs> were getting a yelling match about Roman Reigns. Remember that? <laughs> and yeah, I'd say by the end of the match, the Bucks were getting cheered when they were hitting their spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to. They're they're there. electrifying performers. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, just the fast pace, high flying. Everyone loves it. Uh, but at first, the Bucks and the FTR, they're still not working together. They're not tagging each other in. But they learn to work together. Mm-hmm. They do a quadruple <coughs> quadruple sharpshooter. Uh, and then they do super kick party. And then they start mixing and matching. So Dax and Matt Jackson do a double spike pile driver. Uh, and then Dax and Nick hit the shatter machine. Dax and Matt hit the BETE trigger. So everyone's doing each other's moves. Um. So it looks like FTR and Bucks are gonna win, but then the Bullet Club they have their comeback. Jay White hits the Blade Runner, gets the three count. So Bullet Club gold, get the win. Get the win. Um, and and it it felt like it was pretty fast. Maybe I guess no, it, it was one of the longer matches on the card, but with so many players involved. Yeah, fast-paced. Fast-paced, yeah, with eight guys. You know, throw a six-man. It's funny, the difference between a six-man and an eight-man can really... It's a big, <laughs> it's, it is a big difference. It's, yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. You know, 25% more. And like we were saying, um, similar to Ricky Starks with the collision-ness, uh, I think Jay White seems to be one of these guys maybe that I think could benefit from less punk. Um you know, I think a guy like Jay White came to AEW for the North American market, and now here is his opportunity. And I literally, I think he has his opportunity on a platter to be okay. You came, you came here because you thought you're worth so much. Like, show us what you got. We know he's got it. <clears throat> we know he's yeah. got it. How do no, we? Think- you know, it's it, it's 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 getting him over to that top level guy status, which we know we know he can be there. Yeah. The first couple months of his AEW run were a bit underwhelming, but... But that was before yeah, Collision, since, and, you know, ever since Collision, yeah, he's since, been on a fucking... Good. And Juice. I used to not care much for Juice, but now I like the guy. He's doing a damn good job in there as well. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the whole squad. Yeah, and the guns as well, too. Yeah, they're, they're really rounding out nicely, this group. <clears throat> but let's go to... The main event of the show, Orange Cassidy defending the international title against John Moxley. We've been saying it all year, Orange Cassidy, this run he's had with this title, uh, single-handedly elevating it to the point of main eventing your second biggest show of the whole year. Wow. And and they delivered, man, this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent stuff. The crowd, super hot. Everyone loves Orange Cassidy. Moxley's not playing in his, into his bullshit. They just come out swinging. Uh, Moxley throws Cassidy headfirst into the ring post, which gives Orange time to do a quick blade job. And this was a real juicer. He comes up just covered <laughs> Juicer. In and we're not talking Robinson. <laughs> no, we are not. We're talking, uh, yeah, blood, man. He just comes up. His whole face, he's got the crimson mask by the end. Blood was still dripping out of it 15 minutes later. <laughs> uh, yeah, Moxley's just pounding away, biting the open wound. The ring canvas is just getting stained. Uh, Mox hits the big pile driver. Orange kicks out. Orange hits the orange punch, but Mox kicks out. 
and they're selling the power of the punch has been weakened due to all of the Orange Cassidy's been through during this title reign. You know, his wrist is all taped up. Then um, they fight to the floor. Moxley peels back the mats, uh, exposing the concrete underneath. Goes for a pile driver, but Cassidy counters. Hits the beach break onto the concrete. Uh, then he drop kicks Moxley's head into the steel steps. And then back in the ring, he hits another orange punch. Moxley's still on his feet, so he hits another orange punch. He's still up, so he goes for one more, but Moxley counters with a cutter. Goes for the Death Rider, but Cassidy slips out. Hits another orange punch, and then a spear makes the cover. Moxley kicks out. Crowd's going wild at this point. Orange is covered in red. His jeans are stained with blood. Moxley is on his knees. Cassidy puts his hands in his pockets. Starts doing the soft kicks, but then he just starts kicking harder and harder right to Moxley's head. He's as fired up as if he's ever if he's ever seen him. As Crowd's we've ever. The crowd was, I've never seen him. I've never seen Orange Cassidy display such emotion. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so he's kicking the hell out of Mox, but Mox counters with the King Kong Lariat. But Cassidy pops right back up. The crowd is losing it. Moxley hits another lariat, a second lariat, a third lariat, but Orange kicks out of that. So Moxley picks him up, hits the Death Rider, makes the cover. Cassidy just barely gets a shoulder up to break the pin. Moxley can't believe it. Crowd's on their feet. Blood still dripping from the <laughs> still, wound. Still, because it's a juicer. <laughs> it's a juicer. Uh, uh, Cassidy stands up. He's stumbling. He goes to put his hands in his pockets, but then he just gives Moxley the double finger. His last act of defiance, Moxley grabs him, hits a super high-angle Death Rider right on his head, makes the cover. One, two, three. John Moxley is the new international champion. You know what? It's uh, it's it's tough to walk away from a ma- from a main event with Mox. You know, it's tough to walk away from that. But this was an incredible showing. And I even think, you know, uh, we've said it before, there's victory in defeat. I think this yeah. w- this was Orange Cassidy's way to tell us, hey, I'm a main event guy. 100%. Orange, Ca- Orange Cassidy, uh, here's what's going to happen. He's got to take some well-deserved time off. Yeah. Well-deserved. We don't have to see you until... Well, next week, if we want, but we don't have to see into full gear. <laughs> we don't have to see into revolution. You're going to come back. Uh, you are this dude now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just main evented one of their biggest pay per views. And uh, for, for, um, a, for a quote mid card title at that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've been talking about it all year. An amazing title reign. I'd say one of the best reigns in the history of this sport. Wow. Period. Whoa. One of the best ever. Wow. The term, and like the quality of matches, the the quantity and quality every and single the, week. And the, the progression match. of the character itself without without yeah. getting stale, with 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 new, ele- new new hills for him to climb with every bout. It's uh it's it's evolved. Yeah. And a wide variety of opponents. Like, I think he only fought, like, one or two people twice during this whole reign. Every week was a new guy, new style. Just, yeah. Wow. He bought, he made this belt into the second most important title in the company, I'd say, after 
And I think, you know, it, 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 if you are going to bring it to somebody else, I think John Moxley is a great guy to continue the, the stre- its streak. Yeah, he's definitely got the, I mean, yeah, he's a top-level talent. He can keep this prestige going. This could almost be the second world title. I mean, whatever their plans were with that CM Punk thing, uh, they can just pivot. This is now your collision main event title or whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, the international championship is for collision and the other one. Yeah, it could, it could be anything. Yeah. And with that, Orange Cassidy, he is, I mean, this man has to be a future world champion in the next year or two. He's just too damn good. And you know what? And it doesn't really uh, feel, it does not feel like anybody really has the in, in line for MJF in a serious way. Now, after Adam Cole, baby, um, you know, is the turn going to happen? Will Adam Cole's turn benefit another performer in seizing that opportunity to claim <laughs> that championship? Um, do we? Uh, do, do you strike when the iron's hot? It will. Will we cool off on Cassidy? I don't think we'll cool off, but I think they probably want to have the belt on a heel, so that when Cassidy beats him, there's no mixed. Because we all love MJF as yeah, well, you know. That's a tough one. But because when Cassidy wins the world title, that's one of your biggest pops in AEW history, right there. Yeah, that that'll be more than uh, I think. I, I I feel like right now the. Uh, I feel like right now, I bet uh, Hangman is probably the biggest of the championship pops that we've seen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have to. Either way, uh, yeah, fantastic match. Moxley gets helped to the back by the Blackpool Combat Club, selling how hard he had to fight. Cassidy's left all alone in the ring to recover. Gets the big standing ovation. Thank you, Orange Chance. He's a bloody mess, but he still gives a thumbs up to end the crowd, and he gets to close the show. Yeah, deservedly so. Yeah, and overall, pretty damn good pay-per-view. Crowd was amazing. Yeah. CM Punk drama didn't really affect anything at all. That's exactly it. I think considering all the uh, the potential uh, that was in the air, I think everything turned out good. Yeah, turned out great. Yes. I would say. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> That's a great call. That was yeah. all out. That was all of payback and probably all the first half. Mike, we should take a break. Let's do that. Let's take a break. Of course, we'll do a uh, a quick surmise of all the uh, of the fun action over on the other three shows. Um, so you're gonna want to come back. You're gonna want to stick around. Back with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking through the break. There, we're back after a long weekend of pay per views. Mike, what's the next pay per view on the uh, on the horizon now? Because you know, there's no nothing better than the present than discussing the future or the past. Um, well, AEW actually announced the new pay per view they're having this year. Okay. Uh, what is it? Wrestle Dream, which will be October first. A whole, um, a, a full, a full pay per view. Yeah, Wrestle Dream. Apparently, it's a uh, tribute show for Antonio Anoki, New Japan Pro Wrestling legend. So there'll probably be a crossover, Forbidden Door type of thing. <laughs> okay, so, but is this you know. is this like a is this like a what will become a yearly thing, or is this another just kind of like crossover event? I don't know, but it is an official a Sunday night pay per view. Wow. Okay. So. 
yeah, that's a thing. Wrestle Dream. On the WWE side of things, we've got uh, NXT No Mercy, September 30th, and then the week after that, we have Fastlane. Fastlane. I thought Fastlane yeah. was always the one between Rumble and Mania. It used to be. Because you're on the fast lane on the road. Unless there's a roadblock. I mean, we've had roadblock as well. God. But, uh, you know, I, I like the Elimination Chamber better. Than oh, yeah, Chamber's there. That's where Chamber is, right? Yeah. There was, I think there was a couple years they didn't do the Chamber, so that's probably where fast. Or they had, I think they used to have a March pay-per-view. They got to be coming, they gotta be coming in Toronto soon. For pay-per-view? I mean, the last pay-per-view we got was SummerSlam. Yeah, no, I would say twenty twenty four next year. Yeah, I think there's a safe. I mean, we did. They did Montreal last chamber was Montreal. Yeah, so give it to us this year and give nothing to Vancouver or Edmonton or Calgary. <laughs> they can have a raw. Yeah, you can have a raw. They'll love it either way. Well, hey, if 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 if, uh, if we give Calgary a raw, maybe we can give the uh, the episode of the podcast here an episode of Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Highlights include, I think, um, for for me at least, after a video recap showing the events of Payback, Jay Uso arriving through the crowd to kick off the show here with a, <laughs> a, a huge show of ovation. Uh, it was massive. It was great yeah. to see how the fans doing like the arm, the arm thing, oh, like the such a cool visual. It's a cool visual such to have cool. everyone. You know, it's very like everybody doing the same movements in harmony. It's like the hip hop concert. You're moving your hands up and down. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, like Eminem doing his rap battle. It's, 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 it's like a lose yourself. <laughs> it's a lose yourself type yeah. of arm. The crowd loves it. Thing. I got the words here. His new remix. He says, "It's just me, Oos." Day one ish. It's just me, Oos. <laughs> so that's the new words. Okay. Okay. It's just me, Oos. But yeah, awesome visual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn comes out. Says, hey man, I'm happy you're here. Offers a handshake. Jay doesn't accept it. Sammy says, that's cool, man. Whenever you're ready, we'll talk. He goes to leave. Jay says, that wasn't very oozy of me. So crowd chants, oozy. Jay gives him a big hug. Everyone's happy. Every Yeah, everyone was happy. You reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> um, yeah, what else did we have? Uh, I guess Judgment Day. They the they came promo. out to celebrate. Yeah, the four of them. Yeah, and with the tag title win, Finn Balor is now a Grand Slam champion. So, oh, I, hey, uh, there you go. I guess technically, having you know, despite holding it for a day, one day is one day more than zero. So, <laughs> and JD McDonough comes out, says, you know, I took a bullet for you guys uh, on Saturday, and uh, I think the Judgment Day needs some changes. McDonough tells Priest, that briefcase has got to go, bro. You don't need it. You need this one. And then McDonough pulls out a new custom purple Money in the Bank case. Senor Money in the Bank. Senor. You're no longer Mr. Money. I Uh, love it. You know I love personalized things, especially, you know, if it kind of reinforces uh, someone's heritage. It's always more fun that way. Yeah. Priest likes it as well. He takes the new case, holds it up. Um, you know, part of me wonders if there's a long con going here. 
maybe J.D. McDonough and Finn Balor, they put this together so they can have the contract and Priest has a fake one or something. Yeah, because I was also thinking this. I feel like this was the first time you ever saw, I've ever seen the contract specifically. Yeah. So, you know, they might have swapped in a fake contract or done something shady and then Finn Balor can cash in the real thing. Or maybe not at all. Maybe it's just a new case. Yeah. I, either way, J.D. McDonough with this little ponytail, I have to get or man bun thing, I have to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, at least he, he's got something significant going on now. I, he's part of the biggest storyline on Raw. Yeah, one of the biggest factions on the planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, but I think, had... I think, well, I think the highlight of the show was definitely the main event here. Of course, between uh, Gunther and Chad Gunther. Gable. For that Intercontinental yeah. Championship, Gunther just days away from setting that record, um, Honky Tonk's record, of course. Um, Honky Tonk record? Uh, sorry, I saw the Honky Tonk record, yeah. The Honky Tonk yeah. man, probably hoping that Gunther does not break that record, I think. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, without that... He doesn't have tons that, of people wouldn't even know who he, he is. Oh, and he doesn't have that claim to fame to put on a, uh, you know, uh, like a convention. You go to like a, some kind of WrestleCon yeah. or something. Well, Honky Dog Man, oh, he's the sec. He's held it for the second longest. Yeah, and I mean, you compare his name to all the other champs: Macho Man, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. It's very weird having the Honky Tonk Man at the top of that list. Yeah, dude, Elvis with a guitar. <laughs> so yeah. Great match. Chad Gable's done such a good job elevating himself all the way to the main event of Raw. The crowd is fully on board. And, yeah, they just had an awesome match. The traditional wrestling style, lots of grappling, submissions. Of course, the big chops, anything. Every Gunther match has to have that. Gotta. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Gunther hits his powerbomb. Gable kicks out. He goes on a roll. Uh, he hits the chaos theory with the bridge, but Gunther kicks out. Crowd's going nuts. Uh, Gable gets him in the ankle lock. Gunther counters into a sleeper. The crowd's chanting for Gable, trying to will him on. He gets out of the sleeper, uh, but then Gunther gets him back into it and hits a crazy a sleeper suplex. Gable slamming right on his head, just like Kenny Omega. The God. <laughs> It was a crazy, a lot of head bumps lately in wrestling. Good, I like it. Uh, Kenny, Kenny set the bar. I love it too. Yeah, I think like like, I like Gable, didn't he? well, I it, you know it was like Will Osprey said uh, just last week regarding you know the hidden blade being his favorite maneuver. It's it's the trick you pull on the audience. Yeah, that is I bet. that is it. You know, and uh, it's the prestige if you're a Christopher Nolan fan. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. And I know you are, Mike. <laughs> of course. You love Tenet. Uh, You're yeah. always talking about Tenet. Never seen it. <laughs> Never seen it. You should. It's really good. I heard it was bad. Though. No, it's really good. I know. You're laughing. No, no, I'm you laughing mean. at the thing you said before, but the, for actual Tenet, no, I. Which one? I, what, I don't know. You're a funny guy. You say funny things all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> just listen funny to me. how? Funny how? I don't know. You're just funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. no, believe me when I say I, I Tenet's a very good movie. It's super cool. And if it's Nolan and it happens, yeah, just follow along. It's. I mean, yeah, I love Nolan. Exactly. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? That's all That's all I'm saying. That's all I'll say about Christopher Nolan this, this week. Don't get me in a mood for next <laughs> week, though. Uh... Yeah, so as we said, Gable slammed on his head. Uh, Gunther follows up with a, 
Another big power bomb. Stiff Lariat that finally does the trick. Gunther gets the three count, retains the title. And now that we're two days later, he has officially passed, set the new all-time record, longest Intercontinental Champion ever. Yeah, th- this uh, is as he deserves. This is one of the better television matches that you will see, uh, kids. This 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 was this this was incredible from start to go, and yeah, I don't know if it's the <laughs> end of these two, but it was uh, definitely another another great chapter in the saga. Yeah, Chad Gable done such a good job whatever you give him he'll make the best out of it he'll get the crowd behind him yeah uh from shorty g to alpha academy to this you know going from a just purely comedy character to now main eventing now yeah main eventing monday night raw and yeah it might have been a little bit of the juice let's be honest (laughs) it's there Hey, it's really there in the face. But hey, I'm I I I I'm a hundred. I, I just want the record to show. I don't know if I ever said this to this is episode two hundred and forty now. Here, I don't know if I ever said this. I'm totally fine with steroids. I just I just want everybody to know <laughs> that. I want to come out publicly. Like if you, yeah, these guys. This isn't the Olympics. The, but no, but that makes sense. These guys are going to doctors. These guys are getting blood work. These guys are eating and uh, performing at that kind of level where like it's all good. Like this is medically supervised, folks. Like anybody, you're, if your testosterone levels are low, you can take there. There is a bi- medical yeah. baseline that a doctor will bring you to. Uh, you you got to realize, folks, this is all above board. Not, this isn't this isn't yeah. fucking Hogan shoving a needle in your ass. <laughs> no, and this is happening in every sport. You're fooling yourself if you don't think the best of the best in the NBA and the MLB and the NHL are not. Like there, oh, there is a medical baseline that you can live within, and it's science, people. Yeah. It's pretty much like the best thing we have going for us. We fi- <laughs> and they all set numbers. Like they'll say, okay, your testosterone level can't be above eight hundred, even though for the normal person it's like two hundred, and so they can like stretch it up to seven hundred. I'm just throwing out random numbers, but or not even. I, mean. I went to I went to the doctor's office one time, and I saw a a a, a kind of poster there in the room that said like, "Ask your doctor for a, t- a, t- a like you know to get a sample for low testosterone." I thought to myself, "Best case scenario, I have low testosterone, and then I have to take testosterone pills, and I get fucking yoked." That's best case scenario, <laughs> folks. And Chad Gable is re- just realizes his best case scenario. Um, I just want to get that out there. I'm totally fine with it. So yeah. what about that? Either way. Either way, congratulations, you know, to Gunther, of course, with his record-setting ring, but also for Chad Gable uh, for putting on a string of great performances here. Yeah, and, you know, I think he's learned the right that he should certainly be a top guy to be the one to actually take that title from Gunther. Wow. When the time comes, you've got the built-in story, the history between them. So, you know, maybe yeah. in a couple months. Mania? Gable can beat him. Gunther can win the Raw Rumble, and then we move on. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one way. That's one way. Right. Uh, also, right after the match, they cut to his daughter, his poor daughter, uh, in the front row, just bawling, tears coming out of their eyes. It was a real which, fucking you know, uh, camera goes on Mick Foley's kids type of moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but but like, but, but like, instead of worried for their father's physical safety, it was like emotionally like, oh, yeah, no, really like they really win. wanted it. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like the, they didn't have to watch him get handcuffed and his head cracked. Over yeah, it was like a different, times. different circumstances, but also as sad. And like I said, you know, that's future video package material. When they go to the back, they go back to this, you know, 
You made my kids cry. Do you think when someone's family's in the audience, Vince is like, put a camera on them? <laughs> we're uh, we're micing sure up, for this, they were, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they were ready. Yeah, they all, yeah, they the cameramen are always aware. Of, yeah, we went all in. We saw when Sor where Soraya's family was and all that kind of shit. Yeah, well, they were involved in the match. Oh, yeah, but. that's a good point. You know, now when Gable wins the title, you bring the kids back out. Everyone's happy. Yeah, throw Santa your Claus kid on your shoulder like Kofi did. <laughs> exactly. That's fun. Uh, yeah, awesome stuff, though. Gable and Gunther, I'm down. Anytime they want to do it again, I'm down. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Let's uh, move our, let's set our sights over here, over to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Mike, what were the highlights here for you? We are in a post heat wave world. Yeah. Coming up to No Mercy in a few weeks, so uh, we did have a title match on the show. Tiffany Stratton defended against Kiana James. Uh, yeah, Tiffany continues to look good. Kiana hits her finisher, the 401k, but Tiffany kicks out. Um, and then, yeah, eventually Tiffany hits the prettiest moonsault ever to get the win, retain the belt. But afterwards, Becky Lynch shows up on the screen, says that NXT woman's title is the only thing I haven't won. So I think it's time that the man comes back to NXT. So next week, we're getting that huge matchup, Stratton and Lynch. Wow. What do you think the ratings uh, bump is going to be? Do you think it's going to be massive? I remember hearing that when Seth came down to take on Braun Breaker, like the bump was fucking huge. Yeah. I think it'll be at least 100,000. Wow. Is my guess. That's awesome. Maybe more. Yeah, no, I th I think yeah. she is. If there's one performer in the women's division who has that 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 capability, it's 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 Becky Lynch. It's the man. Yeah, and you know, like it's the belt she's never won. Charlotte, she's won it. Bailey, Sasha, who's not. Even yeah, here, Charlotte did it back a few years ago. To it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that Becky's never won it adds a bit more to it. So, you know. So either way, yeah. looking forward to that. Excited to see. Uh, yeah, I guess what else did we have? Uh, any any there. any other highlights? Well, I think the highlight for me was that there was a number one contender match for the North American Championship. Mustafa Ali taking on Dragon Lee <coughs> because this was our weekly Dominic Mysterio appearance. <laughs> this was a highlight yes. for this, 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 this match was a highlight for me. Yeah, Dom was the special referee, had his purple and black referee yeah, shirt. Yeah, it looked good. Looking great. Yeah, the match itself was a lot of fun, the cruiserweight style. Um, yeah, Dragon Lee is complaining. He goes for a pin at one point. He complains that Dominic's counting too slow. But it looked normal to me. But while he's busy complaining, Ali rolls him up from behind, and then Dominic does a very fast three count. Which gives Ollie the win. It it, it was it title. was Tyson level. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, what is uh, the fastest three count? Like, could you like, like th there is like a amount of time that it has to be. It's not like. It, I mean, as fast as you can move your hand, as long as it <laughs> lifts up from the mat and yeah, goes back down. Good point. Good point. You know, if you got like a professional. 
arcade video game player. They're used to like tapping. Oh yeah, that fucking thing. If they're playing Street Fighter or some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm I'm picking up. Yeah, uh, but either way, yeah, that happened. So Ollie will get a title match. Uh, the main event we had Von Wagner versus Braun Breaker in a no DQ match. So these two have been kind of feuding for a while. Von Wagner's whole thing's been about putting Braun through a table. Uh, and he finally gets to do it. Power bombs Braun through the announce table. Um, And then, yeah, eventually Braun hits the spear, gets the win. Um, But uh, Braun is a sore winner, continues to assault Wagner after the match. He grabs him. He takes the steps off the top part, puts Wagner's head on the bottom, and then he lifts the top half of the stairs, slams them down on Wagner's skull. The screen goes to black. We this is cut, too violent to show on television. We cut to black. Yeah, this was just too much. And, I mean, yeah, the announcers, they were like, oh, my God, he's gone too far. And the crowd sounded shocked. I did see footage of a fan cam angle. Uh, it was slightly obscured by someone's head, but I still don't know how they did it because it looked like he really did fucking kill him. Sure? <laughs> really i thought for a second like the 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 video like the stream or whatever the video that i was watching was yeah like it like it cut out so i did i refresh i refreshed the page and went back like <laughs> twice because i was like yeah why does the video keep cutting out at this exact moment uh and then it took a second i'm like oh they're they're this is they're putting this over yeah so i mean <sighs> Yeah, I want to see. I hope that they have an angle they can show us. I mean, obviously, we can assume he wouldn't actually. I mean, so I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen any clips you're talking about. What, 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 in my mind, what happened was at the last second, Von Wagner puts his head down on the step so that yeah. so that Breaker can come down and hit the stairs but the head is out of the way and it's just really fucking loud. By the way, folks, we never talk about how loud some of these spots are probably. <laughs> we always talk about how painful they are in your body, but like right so uh, uh, you know, we were talking spot of the year, the fucking Matt Jackson super kick, the exploding super kick. Right? On John Moxley. Not yeah, only was that. that a crazy spot, but something was exploding in your face. That was loud. That would have oh, yeah. to be so was... fucking loud to have a firework I mean, even... go off. Like, not even the fire element of it. The sound element is incredible. Well, even when they come out for the pyro. Like, we, it's fucking loud when we're sitting up They're in the They're standing right deck. beside it. Yeah, I, no wonder. Imagine being three feet beside it. No wonder yeah. Pharaoh was freaking out at the fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> Yeah, like it's fucking loud. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Either so I, I think you know, I think Braun Breaker, or sorry, um, no, sorry, Von Wagner. I think honestly, the most painful part of this bump, I think, might have been the fucking steel on steel contact that your that your eardrum was seven, two and a half inches away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. You know, it's a unique. They don't you don't really see that going to a black screen. Very unique. Just something yeah. Something was so violent. Yeah. They've done it before when a nip slip happens. So, you know, it's like this content's too graphic. Yeah. Something like that. Or, yeah, maybe maybe a serious injury <laughs> of some kind. But, yeah, it, it, it was fun. Honestly, well, dude, it, it worked me 
Because I fucking refreshed yeah. the stream twice. Oh, me too. I rewound for a second. Like, what? I, what? I refreshed thinking that the video suddenly cut out. So, yeah, it definitely worked. Yeah. Definitely worked me. So, I uh, got to say that it did. It's job. Uh, so, let's cruise on through right to the next night. Of course, we're talking about Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. The All Out fall out uh first school George Cassidy coming out I think making you know to that uh, initially saying I'm losing but hey I'm still gonna show up every single week because I'm Orange Cassidy I don't have a catchphrase so no vacation as you said so no vacation you know uh, previously like we thought but coming out to that thunderous uh, applause and uh really us fans wondering what's next yeah and you know I think at this point uh, yeah, I don't know. There's no timeline, but world title. I mean, the TNT title would almost feel like a step back. He's better than that. Yeah. So I don't know, but either way, he's he's such a good guy that just having him on any card, people are happy to see him. Yeah. Any other highlights for you here on the show? One highlight for me. Uh, I I I, yeah, I I definitely have a highlight here on the show. It was shortly after uh, Hangman Adam Page came out. Swerve Strickland came out. Mogul Embassy. Yeah. Coming out to... I feel like he's coming out to a few different theme songs or a few different kind of entrance songs this year. Maybe this one's not the good one. I can't quite remember. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, but I got to say, um, you know, Swerve Strickland might as well just been holding a bunch of items in Zelda Sitting in front of a big colander with fire underneath it, because he was fucking cooking <laughs> on this pay on, on this promo, showing up in it was like fur up top, leather on bottom, and the entire time I saw his outfit and I thought, "You are fucking hot right now." <laughs> He's got drip, as they say. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, basically though, yeah, he's just calling out Hangman, saying. Uh, He's coming for your spot. And yeah. So, yeah, it looks like the next feud. Yeah, this was uh, fantastic for me. Always wanted to see what, uh, you know, we were always excited to see what Adam Page can do next. And Swerve Strickland has always been a, 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 a guy on my radar. I think even since that, you know, long, long ass North American championship reign. Oh, yeah. No, he's been, he's great talent, great in the ring. Uh, we did get a couple title matches. Moxley getting right back to work. Keeping the tradition, uh, Orange Cassidy set alive, defended the international title against AR Fox, retains the belt as expected, but good little match. Mm -hmm. uh, and Chris Statlander as well defends the TBS title against Emmy Sakura. Wear wearing that blue her. steel gear, of course. Yeah, getting good use. You know, you put all the time and money into custom gear. Might as well wear it. Might as well use it. Yeah. Uh, we also started, we're having a uh, tournament to determine the next challenger for MJF's world title, which will take place at the annual Grand Slam down there in New York. Uh, so we had a couple tournament matches. Trent Beretta took on Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong got the win. Uh, and I love, right after he wins, he puts the neck brace right back on. <laughs> yeah, like match. they have a, who is it? The <laughs> fucking, the kingdom are sitting there with him, Mike Kanellis, and he's putting the thing yeah. back on. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah, Roddy, this whole character he's got is pretty funny. Just like the jealous ex-girlfriend. 
I think even his entrance music now is just like Adam or something. Adam. (laughs) Really? That's awesome. I think so. Uh, We got another great interview with Tony Storm, as we were saying, just really playing up her new, uh, yeah, just golden age Hollywood gimmick. Just love it. New accent, new hair. She keeps keeps throwing a shoe. Yeah. Does she say something about like tits out, chin up? shoes yeah keep it she's like renee you have to keep your tits up and your tits out and your chin up but no this happened a couple times now and this happened on collision she's going off camera and then chucking her shoe at uh (laughs) whoever's interviewing her renee paquette has happened to be on that the receiving end of that a few times now i'm surprised you're allowed to say tits on tv yeah no it's uh this is nine this is 9 p.m baby i don't know but they got mad when soraya said twat that's like one letter different (laughs) good point (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, the final thing, the main event, we had a great match. Darby Allen taking on his protege and good friend, Nick Wayne, the 18-year-old. This is a Grand Slam tournament quarterfinal match. Uh, but yeah, they respect each other. They hug before they fight. and Just a great match, man. This Nick Wayne, man. For yeah. 18 years old, he's a hell of a talent. I do want to bring up, uh, I do want to mention one thing too. Christian Cage uh, interacted with him backstage at one point, you know, and kept kept up his gimmick. Uh, we still haven't heard yeah. Nick Wayne's... Your father's dead. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, no, your father <laughs> used to wrestle. It was something like that. But anyways, the Nick Wayne <laughs> still hasn't spoken. I do want that to be noted. Um, He hasn't said a single word? Hasn't said a single word. Yeah, and even throughout really this promo, it, even throughout this promo that that was on the show with Kristen Cage right here, like he he opens his mouth like <gasps> like he he draws in air as if he's <laughs> about to speak, and then Chris says no 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 no. <laughs> well, it's all part of the coming way, out. It's all part of the coming out party. Yeah, no, he's he's awesome. This match was great. Uh, yeah, eventually, uh, Derby. Gets Nick in this grizzly-looking double arm bar, just hyper-extending both of the shoulders backwards. Stomps on Nick's head. Nick is trapped. He submits. Darby wins. Moves on in the tournament. But, yeah, awesome showing by Nick Wayne, man. This kid. Super bright future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, the, the world is his. Yeah. I mean, he just main evented Dynamite at the age of 18. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't think, actually think about the main event component there, too. Uh, it, is, yeah. it is incredibly impressive. I did see a funny photo, and it was... God, fuck, I'm trying to remember. It was, it, it, was, it was like a Pokemon joke where there was an evolution, but Nick Wayne was the first step, and Will Ospreay was the third step, and I can't remember who was in the middle. I don't know. But you can picture uh, picture the... Wait, who what was can it? You, can Nick you, can Wayne, you, first step. Can you picture the joke? <laughs> yeah, the evolution. Yeah, or Will. Or yeah, it was Nick Wayne was first, and Will Osprey was third. But I don't remember who in the, who was in the middle. Oh, and uh, Kyle Fletcher was in the middle, and that's the <laughs> uh, that's the that's the evolution that you take. Kyle, yeah, I think Kyle Fletcher. That's funny. Yes, the smaller guy from uh, Aussie Open. Yeah, Aussie Open. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, one incredible uh, performance for that guy. Yeah, rising stars, breakout star. You know, these are all things that are are coming down to now that we're in awards season. It's like all the, the year. It's like all the good movies, you know, or all the 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 movies going for the Oscars. You know, those are the ones that get released in the fall. 
that October, November, December <clears throat> type of range. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Mike, will you be in theaters watching? Uh, yeah, I love Scorsese as well, so I'll probably check it out. Never say never. Here in I mean, professional wrestling. Don't forget about the uh, Taylor Swift concert coming to theaters. That could be up. Well, don't forget. <laughs> That's going to have some real Oscars. Best picture. <laughs> best actress. <laughs> Documentary? Does it count as soundtrack? Yeah, God, I don't know what it would count under, but I'm sure it'll uh, it'll clean sweep. I'm sure set all the records. <laughs> uh, that's all the time we have for the, all the action in the ring. We have time for one more thing. Of course, we're talking about a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. The wrestler of the week of the week of the. Week. Mike, uh, throwing over to you. Oh, this was tough. There was some really good matches this weekend. Well, uh, when we're blessed with two pay-per-views, we know it's bound yeah. to happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, I said five stars. So I'm going to give it to the legend. 47 years old, Trish Stratus posted a picture after. Not just the welt on her head, her arms, legs covered in bruises. She had a hell of a match. Uh, Trish Stratus, good Canadian girl. Wow, good Canadian kid. Yeah, he said it right there. Uh, yeah, I was actually, uh, I was actually looking at the same match, but I, I mean, I, I, I just went with the other competitor. I think Becky Lynch. Yeah, I mean, although right. she did just as much. Exactly right. The entire thing was the entire performance. You know, sometimes in situations like that, you know, do you go for the winner? Do you go for the loser? It's hard to tell. Mario Lemieux, like <laughs> likeliness, appeared on WWE television. We, you know, and we glossed over that. Uh, but it was great to see Mike. Wow, five star match. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if they if they will agree. The powers that be. It's in the record books, though. Yeah, I don't know. I saw Meltzer gave Punk versus Joe three point five. That was way better than that. Are you fucking yeah. serious? And I can't stand Punk, and that was at least a four. I four thought that was at least a four. I thought that was a four. That's a cool four and a I'd half. I'd go four point five. I'd go four and a half. Yeah, yeah it was great. It yeah, was entertaining. So I was surprised oh, by okay. that. And uh, either way, though, good riddance, Phil. At least you went on on a high note. Wrestling wise. Wrestling wise, yeah, exactly. Um, Everything else, we're done. And I'm just glad. With you. I'm just glad I got to boo him when I did. <laughs> and that yeah. is all the time we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Of course, rate, review, like, subscribe. We'll be back next week when we have God. We're on fucking vacation the next two weeks, Mike. No, no pay per views on the horizon. I guess Wrestle Dream. Uh, will be next, but I feel like we have a few weeks of just kind of, you know, punch in, punch out, punch in the clock type of action. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so we'll catch up next week. Yeah, we'll all catch up next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mike, take care of yourself. All right, see you later. Good night.